0: Hello and welcome to the Championship, Newcastle Natter. Hello, I am joined by Dave Watson. Not a summer signing. I'm back. You're back. Yeah. Sorry We've, for missing the
1: last one, but uh,
0: so yeah, we I was so you so, honestly. You, you sort of said you were you were gone, but yeah. you're still here for a bit.
1: I'm here for a bit. I, I leave London end of August, so I'm here. For that, And then I'll probably be back down more often than not, to be honest. I like it here. Well, that's a shame.
0: Um, (laughs) How's your time off been from the podcast? How's Uh, your summer been, Dave?
1: uh, It's just been moving house and um, watching the worst Euro championships I've seen in in probably my life. It was terrible,
0: terrible Euros. Yeah, the Euros was shit. Um, What about you? I just got obsessed with the politics... You were, like, tweeting me things about football. Yeah. I was like, Dave, the world is ending. <laughs> it's all about news now. I totally forgot about football.
1: Yeah.
0: I was enjoying the cricket as well. I know, but... Because I... I'm more middle class than you. Yes. I do like the cricket. So, but this is what I picked. Once I tuned back in, ready for the new season, yeah. what I picked up was that, inexplicably... There's this enormous positivity yeah. in the air around a football team that's just been relegated. I think it's explicable. Right, okay. <laughs> there was a, a huge amount of positivity. Yes. About this uh, football club. And then on Friday night, we played Fulham at Craven Cottage. We were both there, Dave. Yeah, we were.
1: Had a point beforehand.
0: Very nice. You were sat in with the Newcastle fans? Yeah. Because of a cock-up by <laughs> Paul Doolan, in which he bought tickets for the Fulham-Cardiff game, by mistake. We ended up having to get tickets sitting with the Fulham fans. Do you worry about how he's going to be as a father, given that he can't get football tickets right? That was amazing. I now have, in my kitchen, two tickets to sit with the Cardiff fans <laughs> for uh, Fulham-Cardiff in a couple of weeks' time. So I'm going to go.
1: Yeah,
0: But they're quite... they're Quite scary, aren't they? Yeah, fans? Well, Fulham fans are not scary, I can tell you. Sitting amongst the home fans, it was like being at a fucking regatta. (laughs) Dave, I'm not joking. Friday night game, yeah. like normal football clubs, an evening game, sometimes you'll get fans who've come straight from work and they're in a suit. That is standard. Yeah, yeah, of course. But what they won't have is flourishes in their top pocket. Really. Like fucking hand- handkerchiefs.
1: <laughs> Pocket squares. and Pocket squares,
0: exactly. That's oh. the phrase. Jesus. It was like being at a regatta.
1: Not so much in, in with the, the Newcastle fans. I, I imagine know. not. No, there were more... Um, it was quite nice because I'm a, I'm a man without a lot of hair and it was nice to be amongst other men with no hair and big fat Geordies. It was, oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back amongst my people.
0: With your big fat Geordie. Big fat Geordies. That's Did you take I... your top off? No, 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 no. Do you ever take your top off at a match, Dave? No. no You've no, never no, done that? I haven't no, got, I haven't got the,
1: the tattoos to really... To do yeah. it. Like the NUFC
0: across my gut, I, haven't, I don't no. have that, no. But with the big men with their tops off in the Newcastle end, sometimes it can be like being at a Turkish bath. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the football, the game... <laughs> yeah. To me, like, like I say, I got caught up a little bit in the positivity, although I think that positivity is a bit strange, and we'll talk about that in a minute. All right. But then, it was it, it was like watching a performance from, what, January?
1: Yeah, I, I, I honestly thought it was it was very reminiscent of the, the, the Villa game, where there wasn't, like last season, where um, there just wasn't any attacking impetus. There wasn't any control of the centre of the park. I don't think that we... Uh, but it just didn't create anything. I mean, we were playing with three defensive midfielders, you know, Anita, Kolbach, and Hayden. They were all so central that when, whenever like Richie or um, or Janmat did make some attacking moves, we we only had like uh, like Perez and Gale. Gale was isolated for the entire game, and Perez had a shit game. We were just well. Gale the,
0: was playing the Perez role. Yeah. Of. The little guy having long balls knocked to him.
1: I I, I honestly think that's a, that's a fault of um, the players rather than the the, the tactics employed. Because I think because Rafa is god. No 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 no. no because the the like Jack Holbach has the ability to, to play like 20, 30 yard balls, but for whatever reason he like looked like he was completely lacking in confidence. He had an absolute stinker, and all like I can't remember him being on the ball at all. And like doing anything positive with it. And I think a lot of that is because they were sat so deep. They were like within 10 yards of the defence, like the two centre backs. And so because they're deep, uh, Richie's having to come and get the ball off them, or Perez is having to come to the ball, and- or Gale is. And that's why we were, I mean, that's why we were just devoid of anything going forwards. I mean, I personally, as we did in the, the, the preseason game against Vitas Arnhem, I would have played uh, Anita at right back. And Yan Matt on the right wing, because you know that you know he's going to run forward, you know he's going to gamble forward, and anita he's, he's good enough to
0: play right back in the in the championship well, at times, in a way worryingly like last season yeah Yanmat was our biggest attacking threat, yeah, once again yeah um, I, I
1: think uh, just to did you because did you, you were on the, you were with the, the the home fans, did you see much of Paul
0: Dommett? Because uh, we had the pleasure in the second half, we had the pleasure of him being close to our corner.
1: <laughs> yes. Did you. The guy just offers nothing going forward and isn't like a defensive rock. So we'll get on to it later, like transfers and stuff like that. But he was. He's part of the reason that Richie was playing so central and wasn't getting chalk on his boots. He's also part of the reason that the the game was so like so deep in our own half. And it, I think the, you play that team, that, that squad in a few months and they could win away somewhere because they'll just grind out a 1-0 win when a few players have got a bit more confidence. But Dumit's, Dumit's got to go. He's, he's an absolute liability.
0: I quite like Dummett, Dave. I do not want him to be our first choice left-back. Okay. And I... am. Um really disappointed that once again we are playing a professional football match without a left back how how what is what is it that means Newcastle can't sign left backs well I'm
1: confused because we've got Jesus gomez we signed him from atletico madrid for nothing and he's um he's a you know he he's play you he can play either side uh at full back position he came with a decent you know he he was at Atletico Madrid, he was playing for them and we're playing Paul Dummett ahead of him. I can only assume it's a lack of fitness or it maybe... It might be it's... a lack
0: of fitness or it might be a sort of bedding him in. Maybe it's a... I thought that Paul Dummett's a bit more experienced yeah, with maybe, yeah. uh, English, championship, football. English football oh, yeah. and like he's a championship-type player and he you know, might have been the safer bet. Yeah, I suppose. but And he didn't... In terms of defensively... He didn't let us down on Friday night, did he? He, d- he didn't make any glaring errors. Um,
1: uh, Hanley did. Lascelles um, lost his man for, for their goal, um, uh, but apart from that, like no, no, nobody was making big errors. But it's more that because of his limitations, he doesn't. He gets us in trouble. So he can't he can't like beat a man, and he can't he doesn't have the, the passing range to, to send Richie down the line or anything like that. And because he, he's conservative, he'll always sit back, and that like just that pulls the, the entire, uh, our entire play ten yards further back.
0: Well, I agree. I mean that although we did concede a goal that we shouldn't have conceded from a set piece once again. Yeah, I mean things do not change. It was, uh, what am I saying? I'm saying that the most, and I don't know if it's time to start using the word worrying, it's only the first fucking game. Yeah. But the most uh, uh, worrying thing was our attacking play. The thing that was yeah. most lacking. Yeah. We didn't seem to have a lot of creativity going on. No. We had some new signings playing. So yeah. let's, let's talk through the new signings. And okay. So... Uh, Isaac Hayden. Yes.
1: Can I... Like, you go for... Like, what did you take away from Isaac Hayden? Because I had a... a, Like, a a disagreement with uh, one of my mates after the match. What did
0: you... Right. These are my opinions on Isaac Hayden. Go. Thus far. Mm -hmm. One game. Yeah. After one game. I had never heard of Isaac Hayden. Sure. I don't think that makes me uh, football ignoramus. No. But what I did notice over summer on Twitter was a lot of people going on about how great Isaac Hayden was and like well now we've got Isaac Hayden he'll be there and there. And I do think there's this thing in football and we'll talk about this in the summer transfer window and I remember talking about it last season as well yeah. where people players who they've never seen play people put on them what they want them to be yeah a little bit like what people are doing with the leader of the Labour Party at the moment they <laughs> People, people... (laughs) No, I will stay off politics (laughs) for the whole of this season. But people make them out to be what they wished they would be. Yeah, because a lot... And there's nothing to say that Isaac Hayden can't be great, but I was... And I'm not articulating this that well, but I'm just saying that people haven't actually seen him play. I can now say that I have seen him play Mm -hmm. from a not particularly good vantage point, thanks, Paul Doolin. (laughs) But... There were a couple of moments when I said I said to Paul, that was Hayden, wasn't it? Was that Hayden? Mm. That was a bit nice. I thought you could see that he had some quality. Yeah. Okay. That he, there was just a couple of moments in the game where the ball came to him in the centre of the park and he seemed to have quite a lot of space around him. Yes. He could turn and play a pass. And I thought, oh, that's tidy. Mm-hmm. Now... And you know they're a bit of class. And I tell you, another footballer who, who came on as a sub for Fulham, although he's clearly uh, getting on, I was reminded how much I like Scott Parker. Okay, yeah, I can Do see. In it. that, I'm not <laughs> saying that. No, they're no, 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 no. Yeah, Exactly the mean. same. But that sort of that midfielder who you can see when they're on the ball, although they're not necessarily doing anything special, just in them receiving the ball and playing it to someone else, there's like, oh, there's a bit of class there. Yeah. Now, yeah, so just a couple of moments in the game, I thought Hayden looked like he had something. Cool, so... And I'm sure he does, because Rafa signed him. The,
1: um, the, the conversation I was having with a mate, he, he was saying that he doesn't do anything with the ball, he doesn't create anything, he doesn't blah, blah, blah. And I was saying, well, that's not really Hayden's job. Hayden was bought as, like, a replacement for... Well, not a replacement, but, like, for Teote. Basically, he'll do that role that Teote used to do, where he'll, he'll get the ball... And he'll sh- like just a, sh- a short pass, ten yards, and he'll be- have a little bit more. Like you're saying, a bit more. Um, he's tidier than Colback and Anita, and he's better in the tackle. And I think uh, he he takes up good positions, like you say. I think a lot of the people who make dec- make uh, judgment calls on uh, footballers in the-, the off season, they've seen like, YouTube clips of them, and. YouTube clips are only ever highlights. They never show you that they go missing in a game. Like it's uh, YouTube Shelby footballers,
0: it's like fucking like every every Emmanuel Riviere's YouTube compilation <laughs> is great. Yeah, because it's all goals, and but, but it's the eleven goals he scored in his whole career or whatever from it is. three
1: <laughs> different angles with a you know yeah. electro house beat over the top.
0: And wingers always look great on YouTube they're always videos,
1: skinning people. Yeah. Um. So Hayden, I thought had a, I thought had a. He's probably the probably the best player on, on, like, on the park in terms of performance. And I think him and Richie share that. So that's another
0: new sign that we picked up. Richie, I thought, again, I mean, obviously I know he's got, he had a good season in the Premiership and a lot of people are surprised that he went down to the Championship, yeah. I being one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's clear that he's got a nice touch, but he didn't get into the game as much as I would have liked on Friday night. And hopefully that will change. Yeah. Uh, who else was a new signing? Grant Hanley didn't have a great game.
1: No, no, I don't think he did. I think uh, there, was, there was a point where he, the, the tackle that he put in all... Like it, it wasn't a penalty, but it's the kind of thing where if he'd mistimed it a little more than he already did, it's a penalty, and it was risky. And I said to, I said to a mate before, like if you can find a, a bookie that'll take the, take the odds, that guy will give away five penalties this year. Right. If he, if he's played frequently, that man will give away because he's just a bit rash and he's a big he, he's just a big lumbering championship defender. And we bought him to so that when we come up against your Matt Smiths of Fulham, like a big strong centre forward, we don't get bullied. Like Chancellor and Bemba might have got bullied by um, Matt Smith.
0: Wouldn't you say that Chancellor and would beat Grant Hanley in a fight? Isn't he stronger than him? not really like Grant
1: Hanley's a, uh, an absolute monster like he's huge he's he's um he, I think he's about as tall as LaSalle, but he's bulkier um I don't think he's a stranger to a pie mm. um yeah so like Mbemba Mbemba's a big um he's an athlete but he's classier and I think I think the first choice center half partnership should be um Lassell and uh um uh, Mbemba sorry there's a phone going off sorry somewhere. for the phone <laughs> ring.
0: we yeah. appear to be recording in an estate agent's office <laughs>
1: um, but then yeah so Hanley didn't have a great game but he'll have better games and I think again if if we've got a, a midfield in front of him who gets the ball and uses it a bit better then he'll be under less pressure and sure yeah. but he's
0: probably not first choice centre back no 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 but as we, we know with Newcastle that doesn't mean you won't get to play 30 games <laughs> a season because of injuries uh sells new keeper he was fine looked yeah. like he could take a cross yeah do you think he'll be first choice
1: i think i think he'll be first choice um until until kroll comes back from injury um then it'll be then, then 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 there's competition um i think honest to god if kroll was fit he would have been sold uh this summer I, I believe that. Um, I think Elliot's good enough for the championship. Darlow, I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything of Darlow to be blown away by his uh, how, how good he is. So, yeah, I think, like, cells will be first choice.
0: Well, whatever it is, we've got a shitload of keepers now. Yeah, we've we, got d- we do. we do got four first-team keepers. Yep. Uh, and then, obviously, Dwight Gale. Dwight Gale. Isn't that the only thing. other new signing? I felt like there was someone else who's... But, no, you're right, I think. Dwight Gale didn't have a good game. No. Didn't necessarily do anything wrong. Just he was
1: so isolated. Was, I, just remember wasn't... you remember last season when Mitrovic was isolated and he was like he looked a bit stroppy? I thought the same with Dwight Gale, like he wasn't getting the ball and um the balls that were going to him, he's like like you're saying, he's like five foot nothing and he's having to go up against big lumbering centre halves, like championship centre halves who are used to throwing elbows and throwing the hips into people and stuff, he, he was hardly getting a hard get sniff.
0: Now, I was thinking that, and I think a lot of people were thinking, that a player that we were missing on Friday night was Mitrovic. But two things to say about that. One, do we think that Mitrovic will be playing, will be starting regularly with Dwight Gale? And two, do we think Mitrovic is going to stay? Because there is talk of him going. Yeah, that was. In, I,
1: saw, I saw that in the Mirror, like which a lot of people were saying, well, it was in the Mirror, who are Newcastle's preferred media partner. But this is the Mirror that also said that we'd signed um, Austin, Charlie Austin.
0: Well, every paper and gets Berahino. things wrong sometimes and yeah. gets them right sometimes. So I, I'm not, but I, it's I, obviously... I would have thought that there's a possibility that Mitra could still go. I, he could,
1: but I I, wouldn't, I don't think there's there's much reason for him to go. Like, there's not... Like, he's... He didn't do enough in the in the Premier League to to have loads of suitors, and he didn't have. um, He's not. He doesn't need to go now. He can. He can have a season in the Championship, and he'd be uh, he'd be fine with that. So I think he'll stay, Uh, and I think that um, I think he'll start. I think he'll be our first choice striker. I think we need to buy another big centre forward, so that if Mitrovic isn't playing, we're not playing up front with two diminutive strikers. I think we need to go off and sign. I don't know, some, big, some, some other big lump.
0: We've got Riviere,
1: Dave. He's still
0: on our books.
1: Yeah, I mean, technically he's a footballer, but yeah, that's stretching it a bit. Yeah. I think, to be it's honest... It's time for him
0: to get his HGV truck driver's licence, <laughs> isn't it, really?
1: <laughs> he's Oh, Jesus. Emmanuel Riviere. And we still got CMD Young. We've still got um, <laughs> uh, Gufran. To be honest, Gufran would have been a better choice at, uh, on the wing than Vernon and Anita.
0: I agree, and I, don't, I, think, I think Vernon and Anita, I think Rafa quite likes Anita. I agree. And I think he might play in the middle yeah. quite a lot, and I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I agree that it would have been nice to have someone better on the other wing on Friday night. And I was crying for Aaron's to come on, and he did, and it didn't really happen for him.
1: No, 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 but then again, like, we'll come up against this quite a lot, where, that um, Fulham set up to, to like, be solid and not give away a lot of possession. They, they, they very much played like the away team. You know, they, they just looked to hit us on the counter, and they weren't very adventurous at all. And we, we played like the away team, where I think, honestly, we're, we're a good enough side. In terms of the personnel that we have available, that we can play on the front foot in most games, home or away. As we did under Houghton, we played as the, as the dominant. Like, we were pushing the team back. We were, that, that's how we should play. And well, we I think once get... we've got our first team, like, including the Army and Mitrovic and hopefully a new left back and hopefully a new winger, that, that we'll
0: do that. And we will. I hope so, Dave. I mean, we, we did, if you look at the stats. I think we did um, have most of the possession. Yeah. But I wouldn't say we dominated it at all. I think we, at best we deserved a draw. Obviously there was at least one definite penalty, possibly God, yeah. two. I would say the first one's a definite one. 100%. And Second And one, maybe not.
1: Yeah, but then if, if it comes to that and you're saying, well, we, we should have got a penalty to get a draw away at Fulham, a club like a club like Newcastle United, who are going for the the championship title, we've got to be doing better than that. Yeah, that's but funny. it's yeah. Got to, we've got to be we cannot panic after one loss in the championship because the last time we were down in the championship, the first game of the season was West Brom. We drew that, and then we went on a you know a great run, and we 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 stormed the league. Absolutely, there, so like let's not
0: no, throw not have panic yeah, no. at all. However, <laughs> I do think it's a little bit of a of a a wake-up call Hope for so, yeah. the Lascelles were saying it was a bit of a and Rafa both said it was a bit of a wake-up call mm. for the team yeah and I think it might have been a little bit of a wake-up call for the fans as well because yeah I'm, I'm not you know I was seeing a lot of we're not going to lose a game we're not going to lose a game like <laughs> well <laughs> no, I think that's we good, have yeah. now so yeah well at least that's gone that's gone. Well, we'll be f- like, honestly, I'll ask, I st- now. I st- I'll, Sorry, I'll ask now. Dave. Yes. Do you think we'll. What position do you think we're going to finish at the end of the season? First. You think first? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon second. Yeah. Just because, yeah, we lost because <laughs> you can <could, you laughs> not well, But uh, like,
1: You look at our team, genuinely. You look at, look at the, the squad that we've built. We have by far, the best, the best squad I in the I completely agree. But yeah. I
0: was seeing... I felt like I saw some of the problems from last season. Yeah. I think last season, if you look at the squad, mm-hmm. we were not a squad that would go down. But yeah. the balance wasn't quite right. And I felt like on Friday night, we were still missing leaders on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Now, LaSalle, and this is not a criticism of him, is very good... At the post-match, yeah, we need to uh, book our ideas book up, our ideas that, up yeah. interview, and uh, I'm sure he's a good leader at the back on the pitch or will be. Yeah, and I'm um, very pleased he's got the captain's mm-hmm. armband. Well done, Jamel. But it felt like we're still missing sort of senior pros. Taking the game by the scruff of the neck. neck. That's
1: something that you wanted from. uh, Because in the centre of the park, you had Colback and Hayden. Well, Hayden's a kid, so he's not going to take the game by the scruff of the neck in the same way as someone like Jack Colback should. Jack Colback is a bottom half the Premier League, top half the Championship player. He should, in that team, have the confidence to
0: take. But he He just doesn't have that character, does he? Doesn't. And And I tell you who's meant to have that character, or you want him to have that character. And I kept on asking. I kept on wanting him to come on. Hmm. was John Joe Shelby. And he had a nightmare. He was...
1: He's terrible. And and it's that thing where there's so many parts that of the the, the... the tactic... Well, not the tactics, the players that uh, Rafa used that um, limited the other players that we had. So... Didn't get anything from Gale because he wasn't getting any support. We didn't get anything from Perez because he was coming too deep, and he's not going to beat four or five players, or you know, he's not going to cruise through them. We didn't get anything, We didn't get loads from Richie because Domet was leaving him like uh, isolated, and he wasn't supporting him properly. I think if we get the left back on, we'll see more from Richie, and if we sort of see more from Richie, we'll see more from Gale and Perez. If we're playing with a, a proper winger instead of Vernon and Nita, we'll see more from that. And also, if we've got. Uh, players making forward runs, like the the two new players that I want, plus Richie and Janmat, I think we'd see more from Shelby because he'd see gaps that he'd be able to pass the ball into. Uh, I, th- I think we're a couple of first-team players away from a, like, uh, a, a, a squad that's ticking over, and I think when Diami and Mitrovic come back, I think we'll see another, like, another gear that we just didn't show on yeah. against Fulham.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I mean... I, uh, Shelby seems to have a terrible attitude to me. I don't think Rafa likes him. If you look at his, like, downfall mm-hmm. the last six months or whatever... With Shelby. Yeah, I mean, yeah. six months ago, he it, was being talked about going to the Euros, Yeah, and now he's on the bench away at Fulham in the Championship. And when he came on, he, was, he kept on losing the ball and blaming everyone else. Mm. He's... He's really petulant. He is, yeah. And it's not. It's not. Like, he's got a reputation, hasn't he? For yeah. In, well, the Swansea fans. The I mean, very you difficult. can always
1: tell if you've got if you've stolen a real like, a real gem from the from the opposition when if if they kick off when he when he goes. But Swansea fans weren't that bothered that he'd left them, and I, th- I think that's that's really telling. I I had high hopes for Shelby because he could have been the one to stretch.
0: Well, that was that debut. That debut against yeah, that, West Ham wasn't it?
1: And that yeah. And then I, I think he's going to lose his place to D, to, to Army. and I think he's going to find it very hard to get it back because well, he's what he's already
0: I've, lost his place, he's already yeah, he's make lost the it cold. Yeah, yeah.
1: But um, I mean that like the army's going to be the creative thing, and the thing that we've heard from the whole fans is that even if he doesn't contribute attacking, Diyami... Is full of energy and he'll work damn hard for the for the team. And I think that in front of Hayden, who is the the more um, like considered defensive player, that that'll give Diarmi licence to attack. But he'll also help out in the graft. And I'm looking forward to seeing him play because he should be playing against Huddersfield, which is our next game at St James's Park. Um, so it should be Diarmi. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see. Uh, like some change put on the right hand side, even if it's mo- just moving Richie over to the right hand side. Do you know
0: who we really could have done with on the right hand side on Friday night? Musa Sissoko. Musa Sissoko. Musa yeah. Sissoko from the final of the Euros. That <laughs> Musa Sissoko. <laughs> Sissoko from the Euros on Friday night, bombing
1: oh, he down would have, the right. Oh,
0: he would, he have would have been d- amazing. D- I would love to see Lusoka, Sissoko tear up the championship. But he clearly does not want to. He didn't. He wasn't interested in tearing up the bottom half of the Premier League.
1: No, unless it was. Yeah, it was. The thing is, he's not gone yet.
0: No, he hasn't. <laughs> Which is hilarious. And if he,
1: because they're saying that, like he's he's saying that the club's waiting for a like a, a reasonable reasonable bid for him. And the like the the figures being touted at like thirty five million. He... I'd be amazed if he went for more than 30. I'd, I'd expect him to go for, like, 20, 25, especially... But the, the, the rumour is that uh, Juventus were waiting for Pogba to go, and then Juventus will make a bid for Sissoko. And if Juventus, right. So if he goes, 25 million will go in our back pocket and stuff, and then maybe we'll move for, for new players. I mean, we're talking about uh, Brendan Galloway of, um, uh, of Everton, Everton yeah. at, at left-back. And uh,
0: there's, uh, but that was talked about with Mitrovic going the other way, wasn't it? That was like, I, I, I don't think that's because I could see them any w- water. You couldn't see them selling Lukaku and wanting and get, Mitrovic. I mean, it's as, it's, it's as shit a deal as losing Pogba and getting Sissoko. <laughs> <laughs> it's but,
1: possible, but I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that they would. Um, I don't think they would. No, I, th- I think. Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't think Mitrovic is going anywhere, and I think we could get Galloway on loan because I can see that happening. I just I can't see us I can't see us like like going through the entire season with Paul fucking Domit do as think our first choice. Do you think back. it's
0: possible we could see Sissoko away at Burton Albion? Uh,
1: I, I think it's possible that we could see him um, on the bench.
0: I'm just like wondering if yeah. we could, if we could see stay? him
1: being being. If we don't get the bid for him, yeah, he'll stay and he'll sulk and he'll not do, he, he'll not put himself in the, the uh, in the, the first team by effort. He might be he might be forced into the first team through injuries and all the rest of it. But he he'll be quite happy just to sit on the sit on the training ground and with his fat
0: bottom lip out like a child. Do you know what I find quite funny when people talk about the championship when they talk about certain players and they're like, are they up for it? you know, for a cold Tuesday night and whatever. They always talk about how cold it is. Like in the championship, the temperature is colder. <laughs> it's like you're still, <laughs> you're still in the same country, the same cities. Yeah. But I, apparently it's colder. The temperature is colder in the championship.
1: Cold night on Burton Albion. It, it will be, it'll be the same as it was in the bottom half of the Premier League. If he can be bothered, he'll absolutely dominate whatever team's
0: in front of him. But maybe he'll have fun. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think realistically, we're gonna sell him. Yeah, but it would be maybe you'll suddenly go. This is amazing. I'm getting two goals a game. This is hilarious. Now it won't be. He'll go. He'll go. So uh, we haven't got that long to go. So other signings: Kieran Clark. Yeah, we'll he, he was
1: bought as a, as a utility player. You remember when we signed um, James Perch for a million quid just to give us like support, like cover yeah. all over the place. I think it's the same as that. And five million, people were surprised at how much we spent. But then five million quid um, cut through all the bureaucratic bullshit that we'd have to go through with a with a championship rival. Um, we could just activate his release clause, five million quid. They have to accept it so we can just go straight and have a contract talk with him. And given the amount of money that we've recouped by selling Wijnaldum, Cissé... Oh yeah, et cetera, et cetera, we're still in. Uh,
0: we're in net profit on uh, yeah. summer transfers, so
1: like it's it's money that we can spend.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully he seems to be part of the project, which Rafa has basically explicitly said he's doing, which is trying to sign a lot more English players. Yeah. And as we all know from the Euros, that's not necessarily where the quality <laughs> is. But all the effort. Oh, but hopefully in the Championship, it's where the the guile is. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, What else? Any other sign-ins? Who do you think we need to sign exactly? What positions do we need to fill? You reckon we need another big striker, assuming if we lost Mitrovic?
1: No, just keep... Even if we keep Mitrovic, I think we need another big striker so that we've got um, options. Okay. And cover if he's not there, because if he's not there, we've got two dwarfs.
0: And assuming we lose Sissoko... I'd want to, uh, we, we want a, a winger.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say, again, even if he stays, I'd want to see us pick up another right winger. Well, we need a
0: replacement for Andros Townsend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So we could do with a winger. And a left-back. And a left-back. I think, left back. I think, I think honest you know. to God, left-back's the absolute priority.
0: But as you know, Dave, Newcastle United doesn't buy left-backs. Can't do it. We don't like them. No. Now... Uh, there's something that we're doing this season called. Now I've just got to get this right. It's going to be difficult. There's something we're doing called Fan Duel, and uh, it's it's like I'm trying to understand it. Right, I'm excited about it. I'm going to do it. It's a it's a bit like fantasy football. Yeah. And except it, you go week by week. Yes. Now this is for the Premier League. Yes. Which means now that we're out of that, we can have. A neutral
1: objective
0: objective opinion on what we so that will hopefully give us an advantage, <laughs> but you do things like you pay for the opening day of the Premier League, you can enter for two quid and out of like you can win two hundred quid and then there's lots of other prizes so yeah. it's it's basically gambling, but with fantasy football week by week
1: yeah. So you basically you draft your team for, for each fixture, um, like
0: yeah, and yeah. you can like dip in and out, yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah. it seems like fun. So I'm going to do it, and we've set something up. Or the the people who organise this podcast have set something up for us. So if you use the promo code uh, Tune Army, mm. then you'll you can you'll still have to pay, but you'll see us. I'm I'm down as Natta, Fergus. I'm down as Natta, Dave. I think you're fine. I think we'll be in the same group or something so we can compete against you. Or if you don't give a shit about us, just play the game. Yeah. But also, if you put in Toon Army, then that's a way of saying that you listen to the podcast and it'll somehow, a percentage of that £2 or whatever... Yeah. ...will go towards paying for... This. This. Yeah. So... You know, I don't hold, hold out that much hope for this buying us our second home in the, in Tuscany, Dave. But <sighs> um, it seems like worth doing. So, fan duel, as in F A N D U E L. Just Google it <laughs> and uh, get on it. Next game is against Huddersfield at home. Yes. On Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. This is the big question I want to know is. Are we going to be able to see it, Dave? Being exiles who don't live in Newcastle, uh, you are we going to be able to get a stream for the three o'clock kickoffs?
1: Uh, there are going to be streams available, but they're not going to be super reliable, I'm afraid. I think the best, I think, be in sports or you know, be i n sports. Mm. I think abroad, they've got the best coverage um, of the championship games. I think so. If you can get a, a stream for that, that's that's the way to watch the three o'clock kickoffs.
0: But then, which is technically illegal, I think. I don't know. That's fine, we're being honest, I don't think.
1: Well, most of our listeners are abroad, so... Um,
0: yeah, watch your way. Yeah. Crack on. So hopefully we'll get to see that game. I mean, it could make for some interesting podcasts. <laughs> I saw the goals on Channel 5.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm going be, to be up in the north, so I'm going to be able to go to more home games than I was able to last season. Brilliant. Because there's only a couple of... Um, you know, it's only a couple of hours on on the train, and there's quite a few away teams easily accessible from from yeah, where I'm. I going think to it's staying. going to be
0: harder to get away tickets though than normal.
1: Yeah, I've got mates who've got who can get you me like can a get spare. In. Yeah, that was a guy. What, that was a guy. Um, nice. It's going to be impossible to get games uh, tickets for things like Burton Albion, where there'll only be 700, and it'll be you need 150 loyalty points. So yeah. probably not get to that one. Yeah. But like the home games, yeah, I'll probably be able to get to a few of those. It's looking like a sellout for uh, Huddersfield. Uh, there's 35,000 wow. season tickets sold, and uh, the, the, the Huddersfield fans have taken their full allocation. So
0: it could be a, a fifty one and a bit. Thousand. It is absolutely mental, the positivity. <laughs> We've just been relegated, but it's more po- positive now than it's been since Bobby Robson. Yeah. It's absolutely, absolutely mental, but, you know long may it continue i hope that we've got something genuine to cheer about i think we will as time goes on i'm sure we'll have some fun huddersfield at home i will be the first to admit that i don't know a lot about most of the championship teams cool so in my head i'm like well we're better than huddersfield (laughs) (laughs) are we dave
1: we are, but they've brought in a new German manager, and uh, I hate to get all hip, uh, football hipster on you, but he's a manager that does a similar style of football to Klopp. It's called gegenpressing. It's basically the like high-intensity pressing game, and then they back off after six seconds. It's, it's yeah. And he's also they brought in loads of like four new German players, and they brought in like five or six like um, English players who've got a lot of a uh, lot of energy and stuff like that. So I'm anticipating they're going to work really hard. They won the last game. Um, but I still think we're just too good for them and I think we'll, we'll win 2-1 I hope so mate
0: yeah. I hope so I'll go along with that I'll say 2-1 as well what's your percentage on us going down oh yeah let's do that well we should do percentage on us going up right let's do percentage on us going up okay. my percentage on us going down is 2% yeah, yeah now actually realistically it's like Five. 5% yeah. yeah my percentage on us going up is just going up it's 80%. OK, I'm at 90. Just going up, yeah, yeah. 90%. OK, I think, I think they're both quite high <laughs> predictions, but we'll see. Yeah. So thank you very much for joining us again for the 2016-17 season. The Natter continues. The club may be dying season by season, <laughs> but the Natter continues. Dave, great to have you back. Great to hear that you're still going to be around regularly for at least the next couple of weeks. Yeah, looking forward to him. And um, you, you just said looking forward to him, them, them. them. I was great. Okay, sorry. That's good. Uh, thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network